Hey, you guys, it is Lex and M back with a brand new episode of Get a Clue with Lex and M. I'm M. And I'm Lex. Bet you never heard that before. <laughs> no. Totally unoriginal intro. Completely. I am, this just came to my mind as all thoughts do in this show, but I am so proud of us for just like a season and summer of kicking it. We have been going strong with Get a Clue weekly episodes every Friday. Hope you guys like Fridays. I do. I think it's like a fun way to just like, you know, kick off your weekend, like have something in the queue, nice little content boost, but let us know. Let us know how you're liking that. Yeah. Anytime uh, we can try and make it work because, you know, it's all about the listeners. We are just the artist. We are just artists. You know, it's so hard just like being just such official content creators. You guys know how it goes. But of course, we're so we're so excited you guys have been liking episodes. And I hope you've been learning a lot and getting a clue from all of our guests. So far, season three, we've had um, visits from Tatiana, owner of Jane Dottie Vintage, Rosie, um, health and wellness expert and dietitian, and Matt, who's MTV's social media producer. So like, there's a lot to get a clue on if you haven't already noticed. Seriously. And part of what we want to preach here, let me step on my soapbox. Uh, honestly, to church. <laughs> what we want to help, you know, why, why get a clue? Why that name? Honestly, yeah. I think it came from our appreciation for the Lindsay Lohan uh, decom. But yeah. if you do break it down, we want to help connect our listeners with self-starters that are young professionals. Because I feel like sometimes it can feel kind of, I guess the word would be uh, overwhelming to listen to more mature professionals speak mm-hmm. on you know, their craft, how they got there, because you know, things have changed obviously over the past 20 years and they're changing even this year. Even this as year yeah. So I feel, I think it's helpful to get a good insight from getting started in an industry you're interested in from people that are doing it now or maybe yeah. in the past five years or so, because to understand that it takes a build. And for sometimes you may think, oh, they're young and they're already so successful. It must be like luck. And it's really exactly. a lot of work behind like the us. scenes. <laughs> they're just they're just like Lex stars. and M. <laughs> wow. How did they do no, it? It's so true though. No, Lex, um, Lex is uh preaching the truth over there. But no, truly, it's um I think it's so nice to hear from people, as Lex said, like that have just gotten their start but already seen like such success and have fun stories and can kind of show you like the scrappy, you know way of doing things and scrappy being something that's like resourceful and positive um, and using your own um, intuition and like gut feelings about chasing after your dreams and turning that into something that's really worthwhile. I think that is only a skill you can keep honing in on and and learning about. So hope our show can tap into some of the things you love. Um, And if there's ever a guest or a topic or something that you think we should be covering or jumping into let us know and we'd be happy to find the right people to help you get a clue absolutely we're really <laughs> kind people we know how to have a good conversation we had to do it for a good amount of years in uh, our greek life in college so Truly. we know how to talk people's ears off so we know how to talk and 
every time we've had a guest, like I'm not just saying it, but the past couple of times we've had a guest, everyone after is like, that was my first podcast and I had such a good time. And I think that's all you can ask for, honestly. We give people like the itch, you know, like we give people like that oomph about podcasting. So we're the launching pad, honestly. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, That's a wrap. No, just kidding. But And newly, what's our newest platform, Lex? We're on YouTube. We have one episode. (laughs) What my vision or our vision is for YouTube, I think for now, is kind of to show we're going to eventually show more personal videos, I believe, or just like fun kind of day in life. For now, it's going to be more of a highlight reel place to kind of see more visuals with what we do on the show, especially the more fun, uh, what do you call segments that we do. So we have one up already with our Kiss, Mary Kill session with Miss 2005. 2005. And we're going to have a nice video accompanying our recent episode with Matt Gehring and his uh, MTV knowledge. So it's going to be fun. That was super fun. I'm excited. Honestly, I'm like, I need to be in the pitch rooms for these reality shows. I know. Uh, <laughs> really good wherever takes. things are reboot. I think so. I've watched too many hours of TV and movies to not be. It'd be really sad if I had poor taste in entertainment after all the amount of money and time I've dedicated to it. Let's jump into the rest of the episode. Yeah. Lex and I were kind of, this is actually our first duo episode, as we like to call it, since August. Um, first of the season. First of season three. First of three. season three. Yeah. We were just like dipping in and obviously, you know, life has been changing pretty quickly. It has felt like there's not really been a moment to break this year. Although sometimes there feels like there's nothing to do, but then other times it feels like there's everything to do. So it's kind of been... It's kind of been a journey. How have you been, Lex, since season three started and we last sat down? Oh, how have I been? I have (laughs) – I started a sketch writing class. So, you know, SNL, here I come. Actually, now I'd rather be working for a black lady sketch show. I mean, obviously, I'd take anything. But I feel like if I had to rank my favorite sketch comedy shows that are on today, it would be a black lady sketch show. I think you should leave, which is very like weird comedy, but it's funny. Yeah. And SNL just because it's iconic. SNL is just a it's its own being now. Where I I don't know if I could even handle writing for that kind of environment. Exactly. Yeah. Where I feel like when a show isn't on, under the pressure of being live and they have time to you know iron out these sketches, they're shooting them. It's you know a whole plan thing I feel like that's something I could see myself working for in the future and a lot of that too is fun because like I feel like in sketch writing or comedy in general like it's in the production that like you find funnier ways of doing things or saying it you know and and working off working off the different comedians so I think that would be chef's kiss and I found and I found too we've only been doing I think I'm on week five now so except for the two weeks, first two weeks, each week is a themed like sketch you're supposed to write. So we had to write like a commercial parody sketch. Uh, this week is genre parody. So like if you're making fun of like a movie genre or like a specific like type of scene you always see in like movies, that type of thing. Yeah. And I always feel like I write for the screen rather than the stage. And I feel like yeah. SNL is very writing for the stage. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see. But, you know, I'm learning. And when I'm not doing sketch writing, I'm recording slash editing for the pod. And so much content. 
when I have a random burst of dialogue or like ideas that pop into my head, then I'm writing them in my tweet drafts and hopefully forming some type of screenplay or pilot script soon. So and hitting send and hitting send. No, I love it. Love your um, tweets. It's been a time. So I think, I mean, I kind of touched on this before and I feel like now it's even more so is I, even though I'm the furlough situation has not changed since the last episode of our recap. We um, love it. It's still a time I feel like I'm even coming more into my own of figuring out, okay, creatively, this is what I would like to do and make a living off of in the future. How am I going to train myself to do so? Yeah. Um, and it's exciting. It's, it's nerve wracking that it's all happening in a pandemic. And I wish, and I can't wait to meet and collaborate with funny people that I, you know, aspire to work for with. But I miss now, I miss the in-person interaction uh, so much. I know that's such a basic thing to say, like during this whole thing, but I really but, and especially the crave it. when we were living in New York too, that in itself was just yeah. a more just that that whole entire city thrives off of just like human interaction. It's everything, yeah. You know, because you never know who you're sitting next to at the bar or at a coffee house on the subway yeah on the subway could have a connection to something you want to do or something you have interest in and that was the like the beauty and the excitement of the city that's like why we went yeah yeah you know the opportunity was out there at like arm's length now it's six feet apart but you know literally things are changing and you know at least the city seems to be adapting and i don't think it's dead um, no, no, I think it will definitely see its, um, it'll see its light. I felt, I felt the energy there, um, when I went back not too, um, recently or recently. And, um, I think it'll, it'll be well on its way to, to doing things and being back to its full set, not its full set, but you know, it'll have some changes and everything. But like, I think that was the fun of it. I'm glad this time has been so good for you too. Cause I think as many, as easy as it could have been to like see different chapters and like cr- crazy parts of our year as like losses or changes and everything. I think we've really had this opportunity to like come into our own in a really good way. And I just mm-hmm. feel like, I don't know if the feeling's mutual, but I just feel like there, there is some like notes of peace. It's not all peaceful, but like there are right. some like notes of peace and like, you know, figuring that stuff out and just having like the time to do it. We're at such a good age to, to be um, figuring it out and not have too much like writing on our backs, you know, of like right. family or friends. I know I have yeah. to keep reminding myself, like I'm only 23. I feel like too, in like today's age, it's so easy to think even from the age of like 18, like, oh, wow, why am I not like as successful as this person? Or yeah. why am I, you know, doing X, Y, Z when I could be doing that? It's very and you know we've kind of touched on this before it's kind of like the whole comparisons can lead to just thief of joy thief of joy and i have to remind myself to not do that and i'll I have to- like you see him <laughs> and actually okay so i'm actually i'm gonna let you give your recap and then i'll i'll circle back with my good takeaway for the theme of 2020 right now i guess fab fab um no I, I love that i think um you know since august and we hit not since we hit record all we've been doing is hit record as we've said five times now but um i have been having um 
honestly some nice, you know, some, I, I shouldn't say ups and downs, but I've, I've been having um, steady work. Work's been great. I've really actually been enjoying the being back to work and working from home and whatnot. I'm really, I'm working on some cool um, fall and into holiday is always a really fun time. I think just for marketing in general, because you really can get into the storytelling of it all and like the emotional connection to your brand and its customers. Sorry if that's like a nerd business moment, but that's like really what um, I love, especially marketing a product that like I myself use and is very um, prevalent in my life. I love like our community and, and connecting with them in that way. So I'm really excited for some of the projects we have coming up in the next couple of months and getting my like hands in it to develop and everything. I think it'll be super super cool and just different designers we're working with and different stuff, all that, you know, and whatnot. So if you're into that, definitely check out those projects and, um, you know, connect with me on socials if that's something you like. And personally, I think I've just been adapting to, I'm home now for the, for the interim for the rest of the year. That's the biggest life update. Um, Mm -hmm. I went back to NYC last weekend. So like end of September here to, wrap up my East Village apartment. Um, me and my roommate just, just decided um, end of last month that it was time to to wrap it. We had extended our lease already like three months and um, not too much change had really happened. And it was time to just kind of, um, you know, just, just take a pause. Really all of our friends had like already left the city. No one we knew had like a, had an apartment there and was actively like going into an office as we were like six months. I know that's the theme across the board, but I think it's even more pressing when like your friends and like day-to-day support system leave too. It's just like there wasn't really um, a reason to, to be jumping in um, and to be starting anything new or looking for a new place either. Um, so went up there with the help of my sister to um, move and get everything situated. And it was really, I was just telling Lex, it was very productive. Moves can be definitely intimidating, um, but I was really happy and pleased with and thankful with how easy everything was. Um, and I got back safe and sound home and, and had a nice weekend. And the city's definitely not, um, I was laughing to myself too, because I feel like all have, there have been on Twitter and like online articles and like New York times has been like my op-ed, my op-ed, like New York's dead. No, it's not like all this drama. And I'm just like, pause. Like, yeah, I, I went and it's definitely not, it's lively. We passed by one of those bars where like all the Saturday brunches were happening and my sister and I called it like the caterpillar room from Toy Story 3 because it was literally like stacked with 23 to 25 year olds like no one was not like five years old and everyone just looked like so youthful but it was so good to see it was like oh my god like this is our core audience like this is what we need to see out there right Oh, you should have dropped some Get a Clue stickers by them. No, really. I was like – and then, like, we were eating dinner outside, like, not just a couple um, restaurants down, and then, like, a huge group of, like, the male caterpillars, like, exited the restaurant and were on the sidewalk. And, like, I did one of those, like, pauses in the middle of my food where I was like uh, – and I like stopped my sentence. I was like, sorry, I got so distracted. Sorry. I was like, I, I was haven't. Like, I was like, that's just not something I see day to day anymore. But you don't um, see those walking through Publix now. Okay. No, you really you. don't. No, it was it was very nice on the eyes. Um, but regardless, I mean, like, even the whole theory or story of like, it's dead, it's not. I'm just like, let people live and make the decision that is best for them. That has been my biggest lesson throughout this whole year, is like you are in charge of your own happiness and you got to just like dictate what it is that's right for you 
today and onward. And maybe that changes. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but no, I, I have full intent to, as I'm sure both of us do, to to make it happen and to be back in some capacity in 2021. But I'm really excited to spend um, the holidays together with my family and get this special carved out time. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think people who know me know both avenues are up my alley. You know, I'm not, I'm, I can throw down in Florida or I can kick it in New York. I really don't. Uh, I, I, I flex. I'm, I'm fluid there. I would say, I would say that you are definitely more of a homebody than me. Yeah. I will, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I cozy up with a little ice cream sandwich and I'm like good to go. No, yeah. I, I'm like the type of person, which is weird because I feel like that's not the typical like behavior for an only child, but I'm like the person where I'm like, okay, thanks. Take it easy. My dad has a a life is good shirt that says take it easy on it. I think I need to steal it. I think you need to, and you need to make an Instagram ASAP. Oh, I when it's like to me, I mean, I know that sounds dumb to like plan an Instagram, but when it's like a pop culture funny moment like that, I'm like, you must. (laughs) You must. No, I I think it's gonna go missing and yeah. I I don't know what to say other than that. Did I tell you the story about the Fine You shirt with my dad? No, was it a no. Father's Day shirt? No, it was the Find You like frat PR shirt, like the 2017 one we handed out for free. It's like really oh, cute. God. It has like the Florida on the back. The and, did that. Oh my god. Okay. And I had a, a size XL because like who doesn't love an XL comfort colors? And we went on our beach trip, and he was like wearing it to the beach, and I was like, Why do you <laughs> have you that? that? And he was like, Oh, it's an XL shirt. Like it's mine. I was like, No, it's not. Isn't that funny? Like, my mom had, like, mixed up the wash or, like, just thought it was his, like, a gift I gave to him. And I was like, that's no. mine. I, like, took it back. Brian gave shirt. it to me. Yeah. I'm like, I can't let that just slide. So. Oh, my gosh. Funny. Well, it sounds like we're both still being well-adjusted ladies to <laughs> whatever are. 2020 has hurled at us. You um, know, there's a lot of shit behind the scenes, but we always come to the recording with a grateful heart. I will say that, you we know? We do, and yeah. that's showbiz, baby. That's so. showbiz. That that literally our bio should be that showbiz, baby, because, like, that's all we do. Exactly. We do. Oh, my gosh. Showbiz well, with a, showbiz with some some wholesome heart in there. Yeah, we're we're human yeah, for now human. until we make we're our real. first like 25k then I'm going to get injections yeah, <laughs> and lose all of the people I'm following yeah. that are still remaining from high school. Overnight. Sorry. They're going to they're going to play this clip like when you do. <laughs> I'm down to earth and then it's like the like black and white like freeze frame like Duh. not so fast. <laughs> I'm losing everyone from high school. <laughs> Or no, the like freeze frame is like, we were all so happy that day. A day. <laughs> it's hard to imagine how bad things would soon become. soon become. That's the pitch. Oh my God. They needed to see real, like, real 20-something drunks of New York City and I'll be on Please. that show. <laughs> my, my dad calls that show Paw Patrol because, like, they literally... I don't know if you watched New York this past season, but it just got so rough. Like, was, all they were was like drunk and sloppy every episode he was like yeah we watching this i was keeping up i did not keep up with the season like episode episode but what for new york orange county atlanta and now potomac if i'm not watching the season live i will definitely at least be there for the finale because they recap everything that's important anyway so 
I've been recapping the, uh, the finales. The or no, I meant reunion. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've been recapping the reunion live with my mom for New York City. Yeah. Ugh. They um, they really lost some some levels there. I like their I like the new housewife Leanne Leah. Leah, I like I like her a lot. Leah, yeah, I think she's good for yeah. the show because she's younger. Not to be like ageist, she, yeah. but like she's younger and she's fun. And yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people haven't realized. It's like these seasons now have been going on for ten years. Yeah, ten years. Like they they aged out a lot of like a lot of them have aged out, or yeah. a lot of them have become very you know airheaded, not airheaded, but like very big egos to the max because a lot of them yeah. that are still there after 10 years are like well i started this and this is my show yeah if it was your show it'd be called blank and the housewives it's not that so you need to take your seat on your couch or on your socially distanced cushion chair and And be polite about it and everyone gets a turn yeah Yeah. but that's my bravo two cents andy that's our bravo recap if you need if you need another person to if you need an assistant moderate yeah yeah uh we're there we we know that'd be so fun to be a pa on one of the reunions i would die of happiness even though i know those shoots are like 12 hours yeah no and they're all yeah no um i would run out of there uh but i feel like that was you know it's good always to catch up when we catch up on our own oh what's been your lesson in it all that you were gonna tie it back to yes my lesson thank you so I rewatched Saint Elmo's Fire the other day. Which, oh wow! Have you seen? I don't think I don't think I've seen that start to end. No, it's, good way of saying I've never seen it. <laughs> it's from from opening opening frame <laughs> to credits roll. I have not, not seen it seen it <laughs> in one sitting, but I'm aware. No, so. <laughs> For those who don't know, St. Elmo's Fire is, you know, one of those entries in the Brat Pack genre, which I'm sure people don't even really know what that is anymore now, but it's like basically how we relate Timothy Chalamet to A24 is how like these actors in this movie and Breakfast Club were related to always being in movies with each other. It's like, yes, you know what's happening, like what the theme is. So St. Elmo's Fire, because I've been trying to like catch up on movies that are focused on post-grad midlife or quarter-life crisis type like stories um because I hope to write a story like that uh and basically it's about seven post-grads that are just you know going through the life changes of like what now and it's you know you have the one girl who's the party girl who appears to be like I wrote down like what the similarities were and it's like oh this character would be like the social media influencer today this guy Mm -hmm. would be the you know random indie boy on tiktok that just goes viral because he's cute and has like a stack of vinyls on his book yeah kind of thing e-boy e-boy and but basically so the takeaway from that movie there's a lot to say about that movie and i can probably talk a whole episode about it this episode's called saint emmy's fire saint emmy's (laughs) wait (laughs) you need to watch the movie and then we need to just discuss it okay okay saint emmy will watch it saint emmy (laughs) You should watch it. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Perfect. Oh, love it. Okay. Uh, anywho, <laughs> the moral of the story, as I have taken so long to say. But the moral of the story 
one of the lines said by the character Billy, who's played by the very handsome Rob Lowe. He says, we're all on the sledge together. And I feel like that's something that is very poignant to how we feel in 2020. Like, we've all felt like we we're pushed to the edge, but we're all yeah. there together. And that's, that's yeah. something that ringed very true to me. Now, I feel like that's something, obviously, some people are further on the edge than others. Some people feel like well, sure. they're going to have a parachute when they fall. Some may yeah. not. And that's kind of where you take it um and self-analyze for your own experience and say how am I going to turn this around but I feel like that was something that watching it I would have resonated with with no COVID but like with COVID and quarantine and this whole year I felt like it was something that was like you know what we're all in this together we're all here together and we're all going to like I think come out of it on on the other end like different or with other new experiences but with a communal feeling of like we we walked through that together and we endured different things and i think like you said i think you have different you have a new found appreciation all of us do for you know what people are going through that you don't know about like what their what their pov from the ledge feels like compared to others you right. know and it's just like Every everyone has something this year, and I think it's just it's been it's been incredible to say the least. I'm I don't so want to say unprecedented. It's been incredible, one of yeah. a kind for sure. I'm so sorry, but for some reason, the visual that popped into my head when you said like we're all walking through this, I just imagined. Don't <laughs> the Prince of Egypt when Moses parts the rest. Baby, I'm. I'm Catholic. You can quote the Bible any time. <laughs> I mean, I only know about that religion from movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? The cartoon it, is amazing. Um, Probably not. Well, no. We're going through the fucking, like, the plague and the cicadas. Yeah. But they went through it. I mean, they all had their own things. And they made been... it to Jerusalem. They made it. I mean, J-Town. <laughs> they made it. Peace up, J-Town. Town. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god. We are a Christian Wait, podcast I guess now. We are. I guess but now we can change our category. Yeah, I was gonna say, I guess Jesus was born in Bethlehem, not Jerusalem, but I was gonna be like Joseph to Mary when they got kicked out of Jerusalem. I was like, peace up, J Town. <laughs> Dear God. I can't. Literally. Moving uh, on. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, that was a great recap. I hope you guys all feel like we're all in the sludge together. I think that's the moral of the story. That's the moral, for sure. And we got each other's backs. It's never too late to phone a friend. Uh, I am going to keep pulling random references to old pop culture game shows that will never change. But no, truly, yeah. you know, text your friend, call them, FaceTime them. Like That's yeah. still very much a thing that, I, that shouldn't die after... Yeah. We go through this phase. We, yeah, we really have to like help each other, I think. And we have to help each other get through this year and into next year too, because it's still going to be a lot of the same, I think. Right. I don't want to put that mojo out there, but it might be. Um, but I think it's just going to be about like show your support system, like try to connect with your friends where you can, help your family, like help, help rise to the occasion in situations where maybe before you would have been able to you know sit not sit back but like you know just have 
a blinder eye to like rise up, help people like speak up on things that you care about. And I think just, just motivate yourself to, to be a part of this, as, as we said a couple of weeks ago with Rosie, this uh, pressure cooker of a year, like we're all, um, I think this, that's, what's kind of like exciting about it is that like, it's on the cusp of like, what is going to inevitably be a lot of different ways of doing things. And I think that's what has like helped me keep like the faith and keep going and just like stay motivated across mm-hmm. work, personal life, everything is that like there, nothing will be quite the same after that. And that's okay. You know, yeah. like it, that's, it's okay to, to evolve and uh, it's, it's good for us. And I think it's going to be really important as we move forward. Absolutely. And I feel like another thing that's changed during this time is uh, who we've ghosted. Uh, we're gonna, <laughs> on a more light note. We have ghosted. What have, who have you ghosted, though, I think is how we should really lead it okay. up. Well, who? Uh, who? Who or what? Maybe. Maybe okay. it's an object. Well, I guess we'll start with human beings first because mm-hmm. that's more juicy. Humans that I've ghosted, well, on an actual personal level, I did have to unfortunately ghost someone that I had matched with and had a bit of a banter um, with (laughs) in New York because I was like, "Um, (laughs) yeah, I'm just going to to Florida this weekend. And they're like, oh, really? Like, for how long? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, "Um, you might want to just. Was this the the park? date no person? no okay. um park date never came into fruition after it was like a thank gotcha. you goodbye i got free wine out of it I'm love that though i upset. if you can wrap it on 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 the grounds i love it if you like when you know it's not gonna be anything, exactly wrap it right there right. and then and, and just disengage from my life like get off all platforms like delete right. like later no, I, I went to hinge and i like unmatched because i was like we met fine bye and then with this Love one it. even though he was you know he seemed nice and he was always like wanting to start a conversation like that's refreshing but also i was like we're in two different states i don't know when i'm returning also yeah. so i was just like bye-bye um so he got ghosted um love Someone else said I'm ghosting, but he doesn't know it. Tyler Cameron of the Bachelorette franchise. Drop um, it right now. Why? Because not not why is in like I disagree, but like t- tell the pod why. Oh, I'm ghosting Tyler Cameron because he recently posted a photo hanging out with TikTokers today. So gross, and he wrote "Kiss Mary Kill." No, he did not. That was the caption he wrote, but he wrote it. After so he listened show. to our podcast. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so he wants to be on the show. Is what you're saying? Yeah, so you're, what you're saying is, I have to unghost him. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, it's just like that's kind of been the final straw for me. Like it started with the whole quarantine crew back when everyone thought this was like a two he week is vacation. thirst monster general. Like let's just bring it out. You but know, the like, scariest thing, he has a team behind him now. So it's not yeah. like he's bopping around independently. He has a full-fledged manager team, mm-hmm. agency team, you know, publicist. Like, he is stacked. And I was talking about this with some friends today. It's like, oh, he's probably now more well-off than some of the leads that have been, mm-hmm. you know, for the franchise lately. Like, yeah. crazy. Um, so I ghosted him. And, and he got... I mean, to me, there's also like a sour note in my mouth when it comes to 
characters like that kind of because like he he avoided being the lead ever because technically the lead has more of a chance of being in a bad spotlight you know i mean it was Mm -hmm. a good business move because he always he got to remain he ended his chapter which you know what in some regards maybe i do the same but like he ended his chapter right where it ended and he was the guy hannah jumped even though he did all those beautiful things and whatever and he got to kind of like ride off those coattails for a long time into this idea of like I'm not like you know oh kind of like feel sorry for me but like look how cute I am and then well then he started dating Gigi Hadid and everyone's like oh he's a legitimate like he can he can bag you know what I mean I feel like that was that was his leap or bridge he needed to get out of the reality tv scene into like true stardom so to say but then now that he's hanging out with Hype House 18 year olds i'm like okay that's not yeah that's weird like you're 26 27 like please if anything prepare to be like an add-on special guest for your friends like lead season that he got through you i'd respect him more if he went back to like his project management job or like construction management job like just go live in florida and be successful at that and then do your influencing on the side and call it a day you make a nice income live a normal life they just don't it's it's never enough it's never enough my final person that i put down on the list that i'm ghosting is timothy chalamet i am i am i know it's this is a change it's (laughs) ladies and gentlemen i was not given this list before so i'm i'm here alongside with you uh i know this comes as a shock to many we've i mean i've i've met the man yeah not really (laughs) he walked by me in a movie theater (laughs) he's he's brushed by me in his uh at at a premiere like he was he wasn't just like in a dark theater room with you he was yeah yeah it was at a premiere he was in his little ventriloquist outfit it was really adorable to see the movie was horrible but i had to say because it was timothy chalamet he you know showed up in person yeah um but i've just decided you know i'm like as like i guess with the quarantine of it all to like sit and be on i guess like internet more and i'm just like why am i why am i thirsting over this man i don't need to do it harry styles is more talented (laughs) more talented and what a gentleman he yes he is he respects consent he i mean as everyone should but he emphasizes it in his business practices on the set of watermelon sugar he did not touch one of the models without Ugh. asking first if they were comfortable I know. i'm just saying again i'm not trying to be like look at this bottom level you know treatment but it not everyone gives it so it deserves a little bit right no i this this year for or this summer for me has been like my realization that like oh i i love this man and i, I have to have to him. have him yeah no i it has been too um we this household um one perk of being home for quarantine is we uh communally love harry styles as a family and my dad will pull up youtube on the tv uh, and just proactively play like cover clips like he, he he enjoys music a lot and so we'll play them and he found some harry styles ones and he'll like call me out and be like em i found a new cover and like play it and be like He's so good. Like without, it's like always. It's when they do like covers, like on the Howard Stern show or like mm-hmm. NPR or something, and they do like a special little remix on their uh, whatever. And he he brings the same band everywhere. I guess all musicians do, but like he has his little gang and like so cute little group. And it's just he's precious, and I just wish him all the success. 
I really do. And I, I, I would. And he loves what he does. You know, like right. he loves to perform. He's an artist. So an artiste. Yeah. And I would, yeah. and you know what? And I've already said it, like I've cemented in my brain. I'm like, I'm going to see this man live. Like I, I haven't. We have to. Yeah. He's, he's going to be there two nights in a row next year. And well, same with gonna, New York. And New York like five times. Yeah. And he's, he's, yeah, he's doing like a Halloween. He was supposed to do the Halloween special this year. And then he's going to, I guess, do it again next year. But I'm like, oh, I, I have to be I'll there. go wherever they open. Like, because yeah. the next thing I'm nervous about is that they're going to start, like, closing those down again next fall. And I'm like, Ugh. nope, I will go in my bubble and you will let me <laughs> roll around. I will purchase the hazmat suit at yeah. Spirit Halloween today. And yeah. then I will <laughs> wear it next year. Oh, my God. Is that going to be, like, a Halloween theme this year? Are people going to Is there even a Halloween? That's what I, I don't, don't know. Get. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be with. And there's nowhere to go. I don't really want to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because people are like talking about like my Halloween costume. I'm like, for where? I don't get. I'm like, yeah. Someone said Zoomaween the other day. I'm like, no, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Uh, Yeah. So in in conclusion, Timothy has been replaced with another brunette, Harry. I love it. I, I mean, I think that's it. a very that's a very generous trade. I I agree. Timothy gives me bad vibes. He gives me vibes of um, Ansel Elgort, who I also really don't like. And and you know what? On I love Charlie Puth, but when Charlie Puth misbehaves and like does his like I'm an artiste, he does it too much. Like he goes uh-huh. too far with it. And I'm like, Charlie, you don't balance like the method with the magic you know like you don't give mm-hmm. us enough to like think like that and think you're like god's Stay gift line like yeah exactly like let your music speak for yourself and people will still fawn over you we don't need i yeah. mean i don't mind like don't get me wrong because i have screenshotted and tweeted i don't mind his selfies time to time especially when he has yeah. glasses on however i do agree i feel like a lot of celebrities and we've and this is something we've seen especially in 2020 they don't know how to act on social media, no, at all, and not and not during a pandemic either. They just no. like keep they keep at it, and they just keep no. like they won't stop talking. No, no, no filter. And I'm like, do you understand what platform you're standing on? Like, yeah, I and can't how even post you, you sound, yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy, no. absolutely wild. But. Yeah. So those are the people I've ghosted. We'll get to things I've ghosted, but how about you share um, some of the ghosted I thought you were calling me Cher for a minute. Like, how about you, Cher? And I'm like, okay. Back in Will Watusi. <laughs> Do you believe in love? Wait, we have to. We have there. to reenact the scene from Burlesque where she's like, what song do you want to hear? And she's like, I know you can sing it. I just know that you are. <laughs> I, I'll get the whatever. <laughs> what we'll you can a- film, honestly, to watch after this is seeing Elmo's Fire and Burlesque back to back. Like just quality. Oh, double whammy. Yeah, double feature. Um, ghosting. Gosh. Well, I mean, no one really this. I mean, no one in like quarantine season. Um, I, well, kind of, but um i think more i've just been like honestly with the whole dating scene i was saying this like before but like i feel like i've kind of like picked it up put it down in terms of like online searching at first my location wasn't really like sound literally like on the app and then like 
even in my personal life, I was like, where do I live? Am I home? Am I in New York? Where do I search? It was too sad to make Jacksonville my hinge location, even though home is where the hinge is. I updated it. We're officially set. Um, so I just like didn't know. And then I just like wasn't getting, I think a lot of people jumped into like the virtual dating scene, like early in the queue. Cause that felt like normal and you'd see like the TikTok love stories and like all this stuff, but it just like, wasn't really my, it's not my avenue. And no. I was kind of, and I have been throughout the year, just enjoying the, the break. Um, not that I was like needing a, a break from it. I really, I mean, I think there's like parts of, of dating that I'd still like to just like explore and have like normal, um, experiences with and whatnot and not like be we were in like such a fun time where it was like just so easy to incorporate that like into our day-to-day you know like we would have Mm -hmm. we had work and we had friends and we'd go out and you'd meet guys out and then you'd like meet some whatever on the apps and whatnot so it was like really it just was super natural at the time and way better like a step up from college which was nice because like college you weren't really like meeting anything great um no but this time it's just been kind of like blah yeah I just haven't been like into it and I don't really want to like um Don't force it. Don't force it. Yeah. And I just, I think that was like a good theme and and learning from um, just time previously was like, you know, I really don't want any of my like dating experiences to feel like super forced or like I, you know, they kind of, I, I don't want it to ever be like kind of maintaining a bit, you know, or just like to do it, to do it. Or like, cause I think that's actually where I miss a really I was thinking of this like timeline the other day. Maybe like you'll get it. I don't know if this is going off too much on a bit on my ghosting answer, but here we go. Um, I was feeling like my timeline is like, I have clarity at two points, like in, in the essence of like going out with someone or seeing someone, however you want to phrase it. It's like, I have clarity at the very beginning, like almost like first day and like thereafter where like I can sort of feel and be like, yeah, like maybe I'm not into this or something, you know? And then I have clarity, let's say times pass and things have gone on and then like the explosion or just like it goes to shit. I have clarity in the eye of the storm where I'm like, oh, that happened because that and I'm so glad it's over, you know? But then it's in the middle of the mixing of it all where like I'm just like, oh, well this and paint it and I'm doing, I put on my like literal like rose colored glasses here and I'm just like- live in my truth, like all these things. And so I think that's where I was really getting like bogged down was that like middle of the road area. And then it always felt like a crash and burn at the end. So I'm kind of just like, Mm -hmm. I'm parked, I'm parked and and loaded for the rest of the year. And I don't need to, I don't need to jump into any avenues that aren't um, fresh. And I had a lot of old garbage, if I do say so, um, that was just kind of like, just kept popping up and I was just like, you know, it, it's time, um, you know, hometown throwdowns, olds, reads, you know, the drill, like it just wasn't, um, it wasn't doing it anymore. So I kind of finally had to just say adios. And, and that's, uh, that's how that, that goes. I don't know. Story. Soon you'll meet your man in central park. We already know it's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. If, if you listen to our manifesting episode, I am going to meet my husband, um, in Central Park when I'm walking my dog, Winnie. So Winnie will be coming into my life first, I guess, and then the man of my dreams. And then we're going to move to Orlando to settle down, which I don't really feel great about. <laughs> I'd rather Maybe move. Winter Park? Winter Winter Park, I think, would yeah, be great. Um, I also like the idea of Atlanta. I also like the idea of, like, 
Austin, Texas, like wherever I can be mm-hmm. the breadwinning housewife that I am. There you go. Yeah. We're yeah. making our own coin. We are. Absolutely. Um, is there any other specific thing item or person you're ghosting? Pop culture wise, I think I can say, hmm. And that's tough. I really, I agree with yours. You can some good ones, to be honest. And I think just from another light, it's sort of like, I mean, I'm excited for the new Bachelor season, but I'm also like kind of ghosting it as well. Just some, again, celebrities in general right now just like really aren't. Well, the Bachelor franchise is just very jumbled because, you know, you have the the Colton drama. Let's not forget in the beginning- Colton I've ghosted. Great yeah. example. He's Colton's just ghosted. Uh, ghosted Peter. I mean, go- Peter was ghosted during Peter, the season. Oh but, like, let's not forget that him and Kelly were doing cringeworthy TikToks at the beginning of the summer. And I was like, yeah. no one wants to see this. Like, the last thing I want to see when I'm having my mental breakdown about the world shutting down is seeing yeah. you two that wasted my time. <laughs> Literally wasted, wasted 12 my weeks of our life. Yeah. 12 weeks. Together again. Like, two no. hours a week. Yeah. Y'all can y'all can go ahead to your Chicago loft and like go away. Peter is my anti-type. I know a lot of people might not. Maybe a lot of people would get it. I I think a lot of people could relate to that, but like maybe a lot of people wouldn't think it from me. I don't know what vibe I give off or what kind of guy I would like, but like that whole like fakey nice and like it's just so coy because you know they always he did exactly what everyone thought he would do. He had a backup plan for like how he wanted it to work out and he wasn't going to let any other like option get in the way with that. But if he had to take a girl down in the middle of it, like he did with Hannah Ann and Maddie, sure. No big deal. You know? So, so horrible. Yeah, he, took them yeah. along for the ride. I'm not defending them in too much of a light, but like they were people with emotions and he took them a little too far down the road. Exactly. I will be uh, live tweeting this new season. Cause I do have my parents uh, cable connection yeah. now so if you want to with you too if you want to see my tweets at lexi shea underscore on twitter that will be that my dad loves the show actually so i'm, I'm happy i know i've talked about and enrique here a lot but he loves the show maybe i'll do a recap with him that'll be good that yes yeah. i think a dad's recap that could be a fun vlog of like your a, dad's a, recap my will never watch if we recap it together and just like go through Absolutely. I think that would be great. I would love, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, Any other specific ghosts? Because I have one last final one that I think you'd get a kicker out of. Give me the kicker. I want the kicker. This is not a person. (laughs) I feel bad. I feel like I don't have like anything juicy that like I has really concocted, but I think my main takeaway from 2020 has just been like, I've moved on. Move on. Yeah. And I've re and let go and I've repurposed a lot of my well, Correction. I just harvest all my feelings and <laughs> and just sit on it. <laughs> but I but I am excited for I, I mean I'm excited for you know like Frozen style like Coronation Day for like the gates to open like I'm like excited to I, like do you it's, know it's gonna feel like that it's gonna feel like we're like the moment has come then open up our doors our final or like closing segment we're just gonna each paint our ideal return night out like i think that'll be a nice that's such a good like marshmallow at the bottom of the cone you know like (laughs) 
You know, uh, they do this at Kilwins and like sometimes in your ice cream cone, they put a little marshmallow on it. They do. Yeah. They do. You're right. A little crunch. (laughs) A little little, uh, uh, takeaway snack. Yeah. Uh, But the final ghosting, I feel like you definitely agree with this. Maybe Because you can, yeah. My final ghosting is not a person. It's not a celebrity. It's not a boy on hinge. It's It's a a feeling. It's a feeling of when someone's gypped you $50 for frizzy hair, and I'm talking about dry bar. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Wait, what happened? Did you no. go? No, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. Like, dry bar has been ghosted this entire oh, sure. quarantine. Yeah. And I, don't, and I don't miss it at all. No. One, oh I've, no. I've embraced my natural hair. I hope Same. to keep growing it out. I'm not going to be opposed to getting it blown out in the future. Mm-hmm. But for that, I'm just going to go to a salon. Go to a local salon. That, that's like my Support biggest. small businesses. Support Stry a small bar, business. I don't, you're done. Find good Yelp reviews. Like find a stylist that like is good and can help you and like make you feel good about it. Literally dry bar is just a machine made to seem like a fun experience. But you know what too? It's gotten too big. So like they don't even make the said $45 experience fun. And I'm not no, saying like yeah, it's definitely $45. Different. Like that's it should be an affordable luxury, but you go and it's like you lose. Like you literally no, leave like in a worse mood. It's, it's not the fun. it's the Wendy's drive through of hair salons. It's yeah, it's horrible. You know, you have the you know have the person at the front with one AirPod in. You, you know, they don't even know that you've walked in the door. Then you have like the person washing your hair in a broken sink. It's- one in New York was basically on fire when I went. Like it smelled like electric, like an electrical fire inside, and there was hairspray all in the room. And I like, oh my god. The like, like the what like the southern bell that they just yeah. like hold They're for like, five minutes and you're yeah. just like I can't breathe like that's yeah. when you're like you can keep your mask from COVID yeah. and like where literally you, you needed a mat dry bar should have invented the the everyday yeah. mask because absolutely you needed it in there you really needed it there we will not be sponsored <laughs> no. by dry bar in the future if you have no we just <laughs> we, we just, just burn that bridge um, no I I totally agree no I think. You know what? I think too a good lesson in all is that you can I think ghost people, places, things without the as I like to say, I, there's a good song by Olivia O'Brien who I love. She has such good girl power anthems, but or just general people power and anthems. But she has one called uh Fade Out. God, I wish I could get the lyrics up real quick. Do you mind if I pull them up? Sure, go for it. It's not to be cold, but it's only been about two or three days that it was clear when I you didn't hear back for two or three days. I don't really want to ghost you, but I think I got to go soon. Nowadays, we don't really do communication. And I just think that's it, you know? Like, sometimes you got to do a go. fade out. You got to yeah. do a, a piece out, and you can fade out from, like, bad habits, things you don't want to, like, maintain. I think I've learned a lot about myself this year, and you can sort of – yeah, you let, let's, re, let's rebrand ghosting to be something you do for – yourself not necessarily to hurt another person but either a bad habit a toxic relationship or just something that no longer serves you i think that wraps up our ghosting segment so glad our audiences survived that little um massacre and for now i guess we'll just leave you all with our bob ross imagination of what the return to the bar would be like this is just gonna oh, be Oh yeah, here this is how we'll wrap. Yeah. Paint, <laughs> paint we'll me wrap. your picture. Okay. Or do you want me to go first? I can go. I'll go you first. Go. Um so 
<clears throat> it's a Friday night. The clock strikes 8.30, and I get the text. Bring the white claws. We're going to pre. This should be ASMR, too. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll do taps. Okay. We pre... We play the latest Meg Thee Stallion, a little bit of an upbeat Charlie Puth, maybe. Uh, Doja Cat. Doge, Doja Cat, if she is uncanceled. I think she is. I think she survived that. Is she canceled? Sorry, you can cut that out. I didn't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> the, the beats are playing. The drinks are flowing. Where are we going to go? Where else? The Penny Farthing. We get there. I still recognize the bouncers at the door. They recognize me. We're allowed right in. No need to wait in line with the rest of the future patrons. We'll make eye contact with soon enough. We walk in. Higher Love by Kygo and Houston is on full blast. We're home. We're home. Get me that vodka soda. Lime. I would continue to say... We get there around 10.45 on a good night, like a Friday night where we're really investing in it. Depends if so you're we- finishing your makeup during the pre. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Detail. <laughs> I was always finishing my makeup during the pre. I'd, like, I'd literally open the door at 11 in a robe and be like, come on in. Um, that was my bad. Um, but we had some good times. Um I, I would add on to say we go straight to the basement and get a drink there before the down, bottom stair or right. downstairs bar gets full. Yeah, nice ice cold Tito spray, and that's that's the stuff. Yep. And we have our fun. We dance to Britney and whatever remix that we've heard ten billion times before. Like we're hearing it for the first time, and people will go, "Wow, they're having fun." Yeah. Maybe we should talk to them. And then we go. Hey, did you know that we have a podcast? <laughs> and that's how Get a Clue was born. I Can I take you to another city for my imagination? Yes, please. Okay. I'm going to so, close my eyes so I can like visualize it. Okay. So my reality starts with a city called Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're a new listener to the show and you're asking, why do they talk about it all the time? Well, we're in Jack's Beach tonight and we're headed to a little place called The Ritz. (laughs) The Ritz is, well, a hometown favorite. It's a place where all stories begin and usually find their end too, about three and a half hours later. We walk in. uh, There wasn't too long of a line, like a medium line outside. We walk in and we go straight to the bar. Straight to the bar, which is like a circular island bar for more descriptors. Um, And we order our first drink. You have to go to the circle bar first because you have to be able to get a bird's eye view of who's in the bar because you will see someone you know from high school, but in a way that is amazing because you look phenomenal and they're, you know, like losing some speed if you know what i mean (laughs) so you get your first drink they hand it to you in a completely glass tall thing like this thing and um at the (laughs) this is getting sloppy um they hand you your first drink 
and we make it out to the dance floor and we're met by not only but like hottest people ever we sit we talk we dance we realize wow we were really great friends after all and we go on with our night and that's my and, story. and we also come to the conclusion that we in fact did not peak in high school exactly the end <laughs> the end oh my god that was amazing girl i've told you before your improv skills are there you need to do it um <laughs> everyone should do improv guys because that's how you can paint I love it. a bob ross picture of your dream night out so I there you it. go this was a great sit down as always we love to just let it spill uh share what's happening in our lives and hope it relates to you in some way helps you out and hope you get a clue on anything you may be uncertain about because yeah who's not uncertain in these times they're very uncertain they're very uncertain we're supporting you we're walking you through everything you need to do um and we hope the show can bring some love and light and levity into your life and even some laughs along the way too so uh thank you for sitting down with us maybe driving with us wherever you're head to hope the rest of your day or night is fabulous just enjoy it and we'll be back next week um, with some fun new episodes too. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen? We don't. <laughs> fun content. That's all that is guaranteed. We got to plan. We, we will. to plan. But thank you for listening. As always, please subscribe, rate, follow at Get A Clue Pod on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube, Get A Clue Podcast. Yes. And uh, hope you got a clue. Thanks, guys. Thank you.